Welcome to Mommyhood to Menopause, the podcast, where we talk all things parenting, life, and life changes. We're your hosts, Loren and Barb, and this podcast is for any woman of any age who loves to laugh at themselves and at life. And we want to hear your crazy stories too. So join the conversation by following us on Instagram at mommyhood, the number two, menopause, or on our personal pages at all of the F words and Southern Blonde Chic. It's real conversation between friends. So let's dive in. We're back. We are so back. Actually, I only feel like I'm half back. Um, really? Yeah, like I messed up from yesterday. Uh, well, okay, so we're coming off the holiday weekend. What happened to you this weekend that you feel? Nothing. Just- <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has to happen, girl. I'm just like in slow motion. I literally feel like it's the Mondayest Monday. Like it's, to me, just, I'm dragging. And, and it's you not had- even Monday. What What time did you have to be at the station this morning? I 5.30. Oh, so you slept late. <laughs> I slept in today. Girl, I'm sorry, but I, yeah, I can't. The day after a holiday, well, even every Monday, I'm pretty much this way. Like, you yeah. don't have a problem bouncing back and getting back into the whole routine. Of- I, I do, but mainly because it, like, screws my schedule up because I get up at... My first alarm used to go off at 3.45, but not anymore. Now that Jackson is sleeping through the night and I don't have to get up for that early, early feed, yeah. now I get up at like 4.15, start moving around, and I have to be at the station by like 5.30. What I love is that Loren will say, just text me when you know you're ready to roll or whatever. I'll be home. I'll, te- I'll text you when I get in. I'm the one dragging in. Like, I've had all morning to get ready. She's ready to roll. 11.30, bam, she's ready. Yeah, but you also look very nice, and I'm in a baseball cap and jeans. Girl, a dre- actually, a dress is easier, right? Like, one piece and done. That's fair. So, I mean, I, that's why I wear dresses. Part of my problem in life is that I have to keep my legs shaved now all the time. <laughs> because, okay, so back in the day, oh, women... the female tag. I'm telling you, like, okay, oh... Oh, oh, okay, so I'm going to segue a minute. Okay. I want to know, so this is probably letting out a little bit too much. But TMI. I've, okay, so have you bikini waxed? I used to when I lived in Florida. Okay, so I've never, like, so Brazilian. Mm-hmm. Like the oh, whole, it's, a, it's a whole experience. So have, you've done that. Yeah. Have y'all done that? <laughs> I. So I'm talking to my friend, and we're going on this little like staycation this weekend. And she's like, you know, what should we do? Massage, blah, blah, blah. And I said, we should go get a Brazilian. I've never done that. She's like, it's supposed to be a vacation, not a torture weekend. I'm like, I don't know what, is it bad? What's um, it like? Well, first of all, you know, you have to like let it grow a little bit, right? Like they can't just attach the wax to nothing. So if you just have stubble, it doesn't, it, it doesn't work like that. So I have to let it grow? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> no, okay, and here's the other thing. Like, are you just like spread eagle? Yeah. Like your legs up over your head. They're like moving things around. <laughs> it's invasive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've had breast cancer. So to, like to whip your boob out is like, okay, you know. Yeah, I used to be a professional cheerleader. I mean, when we were in the locker rooms, it was like people were just walking around naked. I get that, but I don't want some... Parting yeah. the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. I'm yep. just like, no, really? Yep. They'll get in crack if you want it. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Did you do that? Yes. I lived in Miami. I mean, in my 20s. <laughs> Is that a thing? Like, most women do that all the time now? 
I don't know if they do it anymore. I don't do it anymore. So I had laser hair removal <laughs> at some point uh, bef- right before I had my You had laser hair removal there? Yeah. So I didn't. Uh, okay. This is probably TMI. But I didn't do the whole like the yeah, whole yeah. thing. No, I, know. I just did the bikini like sides right, right, right. and stuff and then a little bit off top. Because <laughs> let's be honest. The trends change, right? So I don't want to go like bald eagle. Wait, and then it wait, comes there are back. trends? Yeah. Like, okay. I mean, in the 80s. Let, me, let like, me just, no, this is a problem of being 55. I'm like, do I have to look up now like pubic hair trends? Is that what I'm looking up? Is that what I'm going to Google? Should I Google that? No, I don't know if you should Google it. But like, think about it. Because like in the 80s, like I call it winter bush, but like that was... <laughs> Carp's face is so appalled that I just said that. Um, but <laughs> that was a thing. You had a little bit more hair in the 80s, and now you don't. But, like, I don't know. Like, people sometimes do designs and, like, all kinds of things. Hell, there was a whole fashion trend in probably about five to seven years ago that was vajazzling, where people would put rhinestones down there. Uh, uh, uh. No, I'm Re- not. I'm not messing with you. Like, well, okay, this just really dates me. How do you? Fi- I mean, how do you know? Well, who says? No, no. Who says? Oh, the new vaginal trend is uh, A B like, C D E F G. Honest to God, like Vogue magazine, I remember did something on the vajazzling, and vajazzling. that's what it's called. Like when you bling out down there instead of having hair, you have rhinestones. And it's supposed to last. Are they for like glued a week. on? Yeah, it's like you know you. you so you're having glue? like really calm sex because I guess like anything too big, too busy is gonna like you know. I don't know. I really don't know. Oh, don't act like you don't know. You know, I've I, never vajazzled. You never. See, I new word. <laughs> oh wow. Hate I hate I asked now. So really, so it's a thing. Yeah. But like I because I work for a radio station, like we get the most random prep. So. Because we go to bed so early and we get up so, so early as well. I was going to say, yeah, early and early. We miss a lot. So we have writers who write for us in New York. And then we get like a stack of prep in the morning. And it'll be everything from like the latest fashion trends, like the 90s stuff that's coming back. Or Am I the only one who doesn't know about vajazzling? (laughs) I want to know, like, am I the only one? I don't think anybody has tried it, right? Like this must have been like a... I don't know, a thing that, it was like, uh, what, what's in the Mean and Girls And you're not talking where about. They, where uh, they said, uh, stop trying to make fetch happen, right? Like, was it where somebody <laughs> was trying to make vajazzling happen? Okay, but let me, okay, so that's not the same as piercing. No. Because that's a thing too. Yeah. So I have a friend and she just, she, I don't know what it's called. She, she basically got a trim, like a, like she toned up her outward vagina okay okay is that like a it's like a a surgery yeah like a like a major surgery like vaginal rejuvenation that's it so it's called Lorraine knows all about this my husband (laughs) her vagina my husband we call him the vagina whisperer because he works in lower abdominal women's health (laughs) why is he not here I would love so okay so she had that right and so she's like oh I need a I need something pretty and I'm like are you kidding me like she really thinks it's beautiful Okay. I mean, I don't Have think... Have you looked at your vagina? Like, I don't... 
Listen, respect mine. Again, TMI, but the last time that I did that, I had just had a baby. Oh, you don't want to look Don't man. do that. If you have a baby, do not put a no. mirror where you, you just want to, because you're curious, don't do it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts your psyche. Just, yeah, for a long time. Wow. Okay, sorry. I just, I don't know why that. We started talking about the female tax, and yeah. that is truly like one of the harsh realities of life for women. Not that you have to do any of that, but. Like, yeah. I'm. Oh, we were talking about me wearing a dress. That's what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So, yeah. So, I've never had anything waxed, ever. You'll have to let me know what your experience was. Does that hurt? Doesn't feel great. I mean, do you not get anything else waxed? Uh-uh. You've never had anything else waxed? No. Hmm. Do I look like I need something waxed? No, but like, I'm Italian, so I'm so hairy. Oh, are you, see, I'm not that, well, that's not true. But I have real white, like everything yeah, is real you, blonde. You don't so, and probably gray. I, I continue to say blonde. <laughs> I, I, was, I was born with a unibrow. So, I mean, even now, I mean, you can kind of like see where it would be if I didn't take care of it. It's, it's a thing. Yeah. It's, it's a, good. I mean, you got, you have great brows, but I will say the one good thing about chemo, everything's gone. That is true. I mean, you I, don't want to share it at the time and there's not really a lot of people knocking on the door, but <laughs> that is a good thing. When it also, so great story. When I came back after, you know, I'd had chemo and then I had radiation and so Right, like I'm getting ready for radiation, and I go in, and they have to do a mold of your body. So okay. they like they put your arms up. And, I didn't know that. Yeah, like so they do a mold of your body, and so that they can, you know, get I guess radiation in the one spot every time, and you're sitting just perfect. So I'm in there, and I just finished surgery, and I mean it was just so traumatic this this chemo, and all your hair of course falls out. So I didn't shave my arms, you know, under my arms in like oh my god, like seven months. And you forget about it. So. You do forget about it. So I'm laying there, and I'm all like, you know, like this. And they're getting the mold in, these three doctors, young guys. And I look over because I see something, like, out of the corner of my I have hair, like, that long. I forgot (laughs) that you now have to shape. Like, stuff's coming back. I had to do this whole thing with them. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. (laughs) I I just looked at him. I'm like, you know, guy, I I mean, I've got to. I'm sure they see it all the time. It's when it's you, though, girl. It's a whole different animal. I know. So something similar happened to me. I mean, obviously, I didn't go through that yeah. you know, phase of your walk. but And mine is so cosmetic compared to yours. But I had laser hair removal before I had my babies. And after you have your babies, your hormones change. So a lot of my hair started to oh, come wow. back. Oh, wow. Yeah. So now it's like I never had it. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. And let me tell you something. When I say my mother used to make fun of me because I could shave my underarms in the morning and have a five o'clock shadow in the afternoon. Like my hair grows so fast that my armpits always look dirty. And that's the whole reason I had it from the beginning. And so it was you had, more did cosmetic. you go back and get it more? Like, no, you, I think I would just beg them. Like, <laughs> please let me. So it's it, kind it of all expensive came, though. Like oh, really? I had a sponsorship when I got it the first yeah, time, yeah, yeah. but like, yeah, it, it's like, it's all back. So let me ask you this, this whole Brazilian thing to when you, when you, when you go in, like, do you say you want a specific thing? They, when you go in, they basically ask you what you want. Do you want a design? Do you want a landing strip? Do you want it all gone? Like, what do you want? What's your vision? <laughs> <laughs> so I need a vision board. <laughs> God. I don't know about So, that. I mean, so, but, and how long does it have to grow out? Like, how long do I have to? Uh, there has to be enough hair there for them to, like, grab. It at least needs to be 
Okay. Hold on. Let me tell you. <laughs> don't no. check. Don't don't do it. Armpit check. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna call you. Who do you, do you know who to go to? I was gonna say like maybe when you let your hair grow out for like a week, like that they might be able to grab. That's not bad. Okay. No. I don't have anyone here in Charlotte. I don't know where you go here in Charlotte to get a. And they just. I mean, it's not a big deal to them. I guess. No, they see, they see it all the time. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it. I I don't know. Now that you've talked about it, I'm not real sure. <laughs> you're not you're not sure you want to do it now. No, and I mean, it, oh, just do it. It's it's oh, an experience. Yeah. yeah. Listen, this one. Barb is sitting here talking about a pain threshold tolerance. She, what did you have done at Doctor Capizzi? Oh yeah, that was that was a major pain. <laughs> and and <laughs> but, they offer no. you drugs to yeah. do it because it's you know it's it's one of those things, but um. She did it without any pain yeah. medication. I, well, you know, the thing is, I don't like taking medication. Like, I don't like taking pain medication. But if you could do that without pain medication, waxing is going to be a walk in the park for you. The problem, what scares me about it is that they do one strip, and then you're like, oh, right? And yeah. then they're going to do like five more strips, right? Yeah. See, I don't know if I want to do that. You did your whole face. Yeah, but everybody sees my face. <laughs> I mean, once they've seen it for a second, it's, it's oh, I it. Can, no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying though, like, is it really worth the pain to have the, I don't know. It's probably just like an annoying, fa- you probably have like the gamut going on because I don't want to say you're embarrassed, but like for the first oh time. Oh my God. Yes. I'm going to be mortified. Well, yeah, but it's, I mean, you have a stranger basically like rooting around down there. So like you have that emotion going on, then you're like probably heightened to what it is to begin with when they're pulling something off, yeah. you know? I mean, maybe it just it'll be sounds like, really painful. If it's like 40 year old virgin, you have to call me. What do you mean? Like, oh, really? What? Yeah. I haven't seen that. You haven't? No. Where he gets his like back wax and he's like, ah, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you. Okay. I'm still, it's still out. You know, I, I don't know. I can't decide if I'm going to do that or not. That mm-hmm. sounds really painful to me. Mm, keep me posted. I think you'll be fine. Personally. I mean, but you had two children. You got your face uh, needled up. Needled up. Yeah. But I'm. T- let me just say, let me just say that is the best procedure like it, your it, skin looks amazing. Well, and it's gotten rid of like this hanging, like, mm-hmm. and I mean, I've gained weight since then, like, and it's still tight. It's, it's a great procedure. Mm-hmm. I would do it again. Yeah. At first I said, oh, I don't think I would do it again without the drugs. I would totally do it again. Yeah. Like so worth it. Wait, without the drugs? Or you'd take the drugs this time? I'd probably take the drugs, but if they said you can only have it without the drugs, I'd do it again. Okay. It's, 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 it was good. It was a great procedure. Yeah. Awesome. I would highly recommend Okay, so a couple things happening in my life. Yeah. My son Jackson is 11 months old. He's about to be one year. And this weekend, he took his very first steps. Oh, my gosh. Like, I am sitting here asking myself where a year went. Like, how is he one or almost about to be one? How do you, I mean, do you feel excited, happy, or just everything, I guess, probably, right? I, (sighs) How do I feel? <laughs> I mean, because you know, okay, so this is your last one. Uh-huh. And that's, so, like, that's the last moment. That's the last until grandchildren, mm-hmm. which is going to be a while. Oh. Mm, you just got me right there, Right? Barb. So, I'm like, you know, is that is that a sad thing? Are you happy? First of all, it makes me sad that this is my last one to begin with. Yeah. Like, when, when we had this baby, Dallas, you know, he was like, I'm good with two. 
I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything if we don't have another one. I'm like, of course, because he has two boys, you know, but this is, please don't judge me for saying this, but when we found out that we were having another boy, I cried. No, really? I did. And I, I, I love being a boy mom. I, I, I love it to death. You just thought, oh, if we had a boy and a girl, I'd have both experiences. Right, Right. exactly. And now the fact that I I will never get that experience, I just had a lot to like, I don't want to say hand down to a girl, but like maybe that's why God didn't, you know, bless me with that because maybe I would have put too much on them because, you know, I've had these experiences as professional cheerleaders and pageantry and, and that's a lot to live up. Yeah. And all those things. But I saved all of like my crowns and sashes and yeah, but you know, okay. So here's the thing though. Some future daughter-in-law is going to walk into your life and she's going to be like, Oh my God, your mom is amazing. But she's not going to want to like play with my crowns. Like I kept them for my kids to play with. You know what I mean? And listen, if the boys want to play with them, Great. They can play with them. I just don't think my boys who are already, I mean, beating the bejesus out of each other. Like they're all boys <laughs> eating dirt, like playing with cars. I don't think that they'll have any interest in my former life. Well, in your head, that's what it looked like, right? Like this little girl dressed up. Right. Playing with your stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of sad. So when we did our garage rehaul with step-by-step solutions, it was one of those things where I had all of these you kept them though, right? I got rid of a lot of them. <gasps> no, why? I got rid of a lot of them. Like, Lorraine, why didn't you give them to me? I still have a couple. But oh like, my God. Well, yeah, you have one that is just gorgeous. But I mean, really? You got rid of them? Barb, I was hanging on to like, we call, we called it the world domination crown because it was like this big. And I was like, it looks like the Pope hat. <laughs> why? Why did you not give that to me? I, I would wear that to Walmart, like on the daily. <laughs> would just you would be, fit right in at Walmart. Uh, <laughs> I'm around. I would love that. If you get it rid of any more, you have to give them to me. Okay, I will. For oh sure. my gosh, what? You're joking. I'm so upset with you. I'm so sorry. Like you couldn't think of anybody you thought, oh, they're going to want this. I still have like two life-size cutouts of me from when I was a cheerleader in my garage. And I'm like, I, the only reason I kept them is because they're flat and I can like slide them behind something. But otherwise I'm like, what am I going to do with these? I don't know. I kind of love it. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, let me put this up. I mean, I kind of love that. Well, so the one, the, uh, the one for my rookie season when my dad was sick and I was traveling, I used to take it to his hospital room and put it in there. I love it. <laughs> so that, so was that like, one's like such a memory. Yeah. So like that one, you know, it meant something, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like now, what am I going to do with it? I'm like, it's just chilling in my garage. Does Dallas have an office? <laughs> I say we just go in there and line his walls with it. That's great. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, okay. Getting Jackson walked this weekend and it was like, it just threw me into, you know, a tizzy, a mom tizzy. So th- I put him down that night and he like wanted to snuggle with me. So he was like holding on to my shirt and I cried that night and I cried when he walked. You Did cried? I, there was a lot of crying this weekend. A lot. Wow, you're kidding me. No, no. But the video is amazing because my little... It's so cute. We call Jackson Tortellino. Yeah. Because he's so fluffy, right? Um, But my little Tortellino did not want to walk on his own. So the only thing that he's like super passionate about is food. (laughs) That pizza. So he's like hanging onto the chair and I'm like, come on, buddy, you want the pizza? And he's like... 
I, you saw, know? At first I thought, oh, he's going to cry and he's going to sit, right? Uh-huh. Like I wasn't expecting him to keep going. And then I'm like, she is taunting him with pizza? Like, what? <laughs> and what? he did he it. He did it. He was like, I'm there for it. And he got to me and he sat down and he just held his hand out like, give me the pizza now. I, I like, love it. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I lo- I'd walk for pizza too. Long way. That's what everyone said. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And you were doing yard work. I saw a video, or did you, was it on your stories? Was that on your stories, or that was just me? I think I just sent you a picture. Okay, I don't think I so posted it. you should have. She's out there doing it. She's in the yard. She's working. Your yard looks great, by Thank the way. You. Did you put out the pine straw? Uh, the mulch, yeah. We did, like, black mulch, but, um, or I guess dark. <laughs> Clear, clearly, I'm, like, very detailed. Uh, there's, <laughs> I just saw, like, this whole Really, you did it. Yeah, so all of it. I, like, if you know me, there is nothing about me that says like I want to go do manual labor, right? Like, <laughs> I would rather be in a spa getting a massage. Hell, I'll even get a bikini wax. But I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to be outside working in the yard. My dad was a gardener. I have a brown thumb. I typically kill everything, but including the flowers in my office are like half dead. No, they're great. But they're, still, they're they're hanging on. Yeah. <laughs> they need their water change. Water. But Barb always says that gardening for her is like such a good stress relief. And if yeah. you follow her at Southern Blonde Chic, she's constantly in her backyard doing like projects and, and gardening. Digging. And I'm like, why? I don't understand. It is such therapy. I was at my mother's this weekend who is a little older and not able to get out into her yard. So a couple years back, I planted rose bushes for her. So this year, I'm adding like all these different things to it and putting out mulch. And I, oh, it's a drug. Like to get out there and just be in the yard and digging and, oh yeah, I love, I mean, there's, I don't, and I I really want to say, you're one with nature. I don't feel that. That's Mm -hmm. not it for me. I think it's just like mindless. So I'm just out there digging and you know, and, and then you're so rewarded. Like, look at your yard. It looks so good. So I will say that that is like the one thing I thought, like, maybe I could say was therapeutic because my yard was in such a shamble before we started this project. Like I was pulling, I mean, this, this has been going on for like a month. And if you've watched my stories, you know, my co-host Manny was over here with a tiller. And oh, it's for sure a transformation. Like, oh, yeah. so how long were you out there Saturday? Like, uh, what, how many all, hours? Pretty much all day. Uh, I think we, like, took a break from, like, 8 in the morning to, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. And then we took the kids to the pool. But in that time, for, like, I, in the last month, have ripped out probably eight shrubs that were, like, randomly planted yeah. in, like, the wrong places. And I replanted stuff. I transplanted stuff. And then... On Saturday was like our mulch day. It so, looks really good. Girl, I was out there throwing mulch bags. So is was Dallas out with you? Was yeah. he doing? Oh yeah. You Does think he I was like doing it? that by myself? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was about well, I do it by myself. Like I love good for it. You. I, I, I love envy it. people that love to be in well, the yard. Well, here's what's bad. I, I talk so big. Uh my yard looks terrible because I don't have time to get out there and do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I, if I had time, I would I mean I have a guy come and do everything right now. But like just being out there doing my mom's stuff I loved it and like I planted day lilies like when Meg Meg's now 26 when she was like four so she, my mom's whole left side of her house they're is still lined. there yeah Aww. and it's like I know my, we were laughing we're like man those things have held on but oh I, I love to do it I mean it's so it's mind numbing for mm-hmm. me like running you know when you yeah. run and uh-huh. you're just like you're just it's just you so what do you do like you don't you don't yard you don't garden what do you what do you do for like for stress relief? Yeah, like what do you do? Um, 
You can't I, say drink. Hmm. <laughs> Back to, hmm. like, there's got to be something that you think, okay, this just takes me to a zone of. Can I be really honest with you? Yeah. I like to work. I'm a workaholic. Yeah, I am too. Like that to me, even though it's stressful, there is nothing more satisfying for me than coming to my office and planning out content for like two weeks and feeling like I've accomplished something. Or editing a video. I don't know that that's really, I mean, is that therapeutic for you? Yeah, because it's my, the reason that I blog for all of the F words is because I needed a outlet to be creative in. And like, yes, my job is very creative. I work on the radio. I'm constantly, you know, it's constantly changing. We're talking about new things and I have the ability to be very creative, but I missed the television aspect of it of like the visual taking video having an idea bringing it to life so for me I think just working is therapeutic for me and then also like you know the peloton when you get a good sweat in but I am not motivated to get a good sweat in every single day of my life I for the longest time was I've recently was running and uh, have fallen off the wagon again, <laughs> getting back on the wagon today. But, you know, for me, the yard work is great. I don't, I feel like I don't have time. Do you ever feel like you just don't have yes. time to even think straight? Like, Girl, that's kind of how I feel. If I had another eight hours in the week, I would be. Yeah, just one more hour a day. Yeah. I would just be golden. So you're not on medication. Are you, wait, okay, so <laughs> are you, are you one of, yeah, are you one of these that's like, I'll do anything I can to stay off meds, or do you just like say, give me a pill, I just want to, mm. I just want to be a little more. So during pregnancy, I literally would not take anything. Right. Like, I wouldn't even take an Advil during pregnancy. I wouldn't take Tums, like, I, yeah. Really? I would, I was like a psycho, I didn't get spray tans, I would only get my hair done when it was like absolutely necessary, I was like that person. Wow. So you're disciplined. Like you're super disciplined when you have to be. Disciplined, yes. But I will say that like when I was coming back onto birth control, yeah. birth control and being done breastfeeding like screwed me up, man. I'm, I'm talking the highest highs and the lowest lows. And a lot of it, you know, when I would talk to somebody, even you, Barb, like you would be like, that sounds like depression. And I'm like, but I'm not depressed. Like I'm not sitting around feeling sorry for myself, but I'm angry a lot. And I find myself, <laughs> wow. I, I'm, I know, I know that sounds terrible, but I think, you know, people very rarely talk about like their, like it's so frowned upon to talk about your mental health and everything else. But like I was struggling because I, I like, I even felt myself going, Hmm, I don't like people that I've been friends with for years. And this is not a normal feeling. So, and I was having breakthrough bleeding and it was just like really this roller coaster of of emotions. And it wasn't, like I said, I wasn't in bed. Like I couldn't get out of bed. I was going to work. I was, you know, you're functioning. I was functioning. Right. And I was emailing my doctor probably like once a month, like, hey, I'm still having this breakthrough bleeding yeah. where I'm, I, I have a period like basically three weeks out of the month. And then well, I mean, one- that builds, just that alone builds a foundation of frustration. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. so I feel like you have a foundation there to build on already. You're right. right. It's not, it wasn't anger that I was feeling, but I was feeling frustration in, in every direction. Every direction. Yeah. And yeah. that's very overwhelming. So finally, you know, they were like, well, we can try you on this birth control or we can try you on that birth control. I was like, can I just go back on my patches? Yeah. Like I've been on a birth control patch since I was 18 years old and it has never failed me. Right. I was on it, I guess, again, for 
two weeks now and I feel not a hundred percent better, but so much better. And I just think my hormones were so out of whack. I don't think women give and place enough value on that. I don't either. I think I think that is a huge. It's huge. I mean, it can really. You know, we joke about all that time of the month. She's in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. What she's ill. She's crying. Whatever emotional. Yeah. I think it's a thing. And if you're off balance, it can really mess you up. Mm-hmm. Like I totally believe that. Because you're foundational as far as emotion. You're not like a down person. No, not at all. I'm like, I keep moving, like yeah, yeah, yeah. even, even being frustrated. Like I was almost piling more on my plate because trying to dig your way out. Yeah. Yeah. Like keeping myself busy so that I wasn't angry with <laughs> you're frustrated. I don't want to hate you. So I'm just going to leave the room and go work. Kind of. Wow. Yeah. But I, like I said, I, for two weeks now I've been on back on my patches I feel a lot better already. <laughs> like I'm back on my patches. I'm good. So, okay. Do you find this is me? If I'm really down, like or overwhelmed, do you go into? I go into a cave. Like I don't, I don't share it with everybody, and I'm not going to talk about it. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm quiet. Like I don't call my friends. Yeah, I'm, me too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm in a cave. Yeah. Like I opened up to you about this a couple weeks ago, and then I also brought it up to my husband, and you know. Poor Dallas doesn't know. God like, bless him. <laughs> they have no clue. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, makes sense now. But, he, you know, the way he delivers it is he's like, oh, makes sense why you were, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, it's not what you're supposed to say to somebody who's like. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to be encouraging their me now. soul to you, right? No. But, I mean, I think, yeah, I think women don't place enough value on that. And I think just going through the whole schmeal for me, like, of, you know, like before breast cancer, I was not in menopause. I'm sure your well, here's hormones what, were all the, over the place they were coming messed, in and out of that. Well, the thing was, like before, my hormones were really messed up because here I am, I'm like, I'm 52 years old and nowhere close to menopause. Like it was so messed up. Mm-hmm. Like I was not where I was supposed to be because of my estrogen levels. So you went through pre-menopause? Yeah. Okay. And so I was there and... It, every month, I mean, I was, my body was like a 25 year old. So my, it would spike and I would mm-hmm. get these massive migraines. I was really, really mean for about a day and a half, like just vicious. Yeah. And now I'm just much more even keel. Like, you know, they've obviously adjusted everything so that all that's gone. And I can tell you, like, I'm, I'm not, wouldn't say I'm a different person, but I'm much happier. But don't you think now looking back on, like, I was so frustrated with myself for being frustrated with other people or for feeling that way. And now I'm like, okay, you just got to, like, that's not going to be the only time it ever happens to me. Right. But you have to give yourself some grace and say, like, okay, during that time of the month, it's okay to feel like that. Like, yeah, I mean, I do. I think it's really good if you can, like, step outside of yourself and, and acknowledge it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times I think, you know, my daughter and I, we laugh about it because, you know, don't tell me I'm in a bad mood. Right. Because I don't want to know, you know. And so. I'm well aware. Right. Well, not only that, I don't, that's just going to make me mad. Mm-hmm. So for like me. like telling somebody to calm down. Like don't tell me to calm right, down. Right. <laughs> right. That's not what you want to say. So to step outside of myself and to see it for what it was, kind of look at it. Mm-hmm. I think then you can kind of, you know, give yourself a, a little grace you can give yourself I don't know like maybe understanding that you're you know you're feeling this way and it's it's short term do you ever feel like I guess when you get into that hole I remember there were a couple times when I thought 
you know, I'm just, I'm just irritable at the world. I'm frustrated with the world. I think, but you see the end, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, the minute you, it's almost like for me, it was like a light switch, like, you know, and if you can just, I used to document everything on a calendar and that way I would go back and say, okay, well, I've got like two days of crap. That's smart. You know, that I'm not going to feel good. I'm going to have this mm-hmm. attitude, whatever. And I, I saw a little pattern. And um, it helped a lot. I mean, a whole lot. Because I don't like, I like being happy. I mean, I guess everybody likes being happy. But I like to be, I don't know, like, I, I, I always want to look to it as the glass is half full. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple days a month where it was just like, everything couldn't get it going yeah Yeah. like it was just awful yeah so but I think there are some people who deal with anxiety on a continual basis Mm -hmm. and those are the people that I feel for I'm not one of those people I have a lot of those people in my life Mm -hmm. and it's it's such a it's such a battle such an important thing to get something that really you can focus on to get your head in the right space that's why I like I love gardening I wanted to get back into running like it just it just almost centers my head and you know, I was just hoping maybe gardening would do that for you, but <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't done it, obviously. Well, like I said, I, I can see where people would like to do it. It's just a lot of manual labor for me. Like, it's the a things, lot of manual labor. But the things that we were doing, like, I was literally digging roots out of the ground. Like, that's a workout. Yeah. That's not, and not, like, little, like, daisy roots. No, like, I I'm know. I'm talking like about talking, trees yeah. and bushes and like, and then to throw around a hundred bags of, you know, what, what, what do you think a bag of mulch? It's exhausting. When it's yeah. wet, it's like 10 pounds. So to throw 10 pounds around continuously for whatever that is, like six, seven hours. I was, like I said, I was at my mom's digging holes and doing, and I was sore the next day. Yeah. Like it was like, it was a real workout, but see, I love the, you go back. Like I remember, you know, working in the yard like all day and you, you wrap your day up and you're watering everything mm-hmm. and everything's just fresh and it looks so good. That's so rewarding to me. Yes. The end game is definitely the rewarding part, but if I could just have the end game and I'll have to do all the beginning stuff I know I'm gonna have to hire somebody that's to do called that a then, landscaper darling yes <laughs> you can do that to be fair I did try to hire a landscaper like three times and we had one guy come and he within 15 minutes of being here cut our cable what yeah he cut our cable and our internet cords oh and my uplighting in the front yard and then he left like he was going on lunch and never came back <laughs> I was like what just happened and then he still sent me a bill no. I was like, we're not paying that. <laughs> Are like, you kidding me? Unless, was, he re- was he recommended to you by somebody? I have to be very honest. I think he was high. Really? Yeah. You really think that? Yes. Like he showed up, kind of smelled like pot. <laughs> I was like, all right, dude, you do you. And then like 10 minutes later, Dallas comes down and he's like, hey, do you have internet? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> the cable went let's, out. Let's check out the landscape guy outside. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, I, yeah, I, my landscape guy's a friend, so he comes and does his thing, and I trust him totally. But don't you think, even if you hire landscapers, they're never going to do as good a job as you would do? I, I do agree with that, because it's hard to tell somebody what you envision, too. Like, we had a couple people come and give us quotes, and, like, you know, they do the draw-ups. Yeah, and yeah, Everybody wanted to make my front yard look like a jungle, like lots of grass and everything else. And I'm like, that looks messy to me. I was like, I want very clean, like, not a lot in the garden. Oh, I see, want to be able to my, see things. No, mine is I, I want the jungle Mm-mm. I want it to feel like lush and like stuff is everywhere yeah like that's my life <laughs> I am too type a and like meticulous for that like it looks 
like it's weeds to me if it's too busy. Well, I, you know, we're talking about gardening. I went out back this morning and was going to video because I normally do like a story and I'm like, good morning. You know, the birds are singing. Stuff's dead everywhere. (laughs) Like I haven't been watering anything. I've been horrible. So, you know, I'm very impressed with you. I'm glad that you had just at least your one experience. Well, that's what a $3,000 quote will do to you. I was like, (laughs) I'm not paying three grand for that. I will do it myself. (laughs) You know, and don't you, I think you can justify going out and buying a new purse because it's like, I just saved saved $3,000. Actually, I really want a golf cart, but. Do you really? Yeah, we live in like a golf community. So you just zip around. Oh, the boys would love that. They would love that. They're not that expensive, right? Oh, they're expensive. Well, I think that they're expensive. Uh, Like five? Yeah. That's not, I mean, really? Do you think that's a high lot for a I golf think that's cart? that's a lot. It's a vehicle. I know. But I'm also only driving it to the pool. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I think you could spend $5,000 on something less. I mean, that, I think it's fun. Yeah, one sitting right behind you. Um, but... <laughs> That is not a waste. I, mean, I know. I'm just We're talking about a Chanel bag. That is not a waste. That is that is. Uh, the, I told Dallas they hold their value. I can resell. I can resell. This, yeah, is, yeah, this is an asset, yes. my friend. I just bought myself one because. So Wednesday. What did you get? I got a Chanel. <gasps> Wednesday is um, it's two years from surgery for me. For, I'm, I'm so proud. Of you. I know. I'm so happy. Two years from surgery, and it's just really. It's almost like it's starting to, you know how when you get away from something so long that it seems like a dream? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how it feels. I'm like, I look back and I'm like, I look at those photos and I see those videos because I kept every one of them. And I'm like, wow, that that doesn't seem real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's it's. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> I don't want to go through that again. But it, it's really surreal. And I'm. And you just had a birthday, so you can yeah, you know kind of chalk it up to that I too. I, yeah, it's sort of it's sort of one of those things where I'm starting to reflect on what I went through, what I learned, where I am now, and where can that take me? Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. I want to go somewhere really great with it. I wanted. I wanted. I, th- I said it when I set out on the journey from be- for breast cancer. I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna be the best breast cancer patient ever. I'm gonna be encouraging, and there were way too many times when I just physically could not do it. But now that I'm done with that, mm-hmm. I look back and I'm like, yeah, I want to use that. I'm gonna I'm I don't know what I, I can't I I can't I don't have any idea what, but I'm gonna do something with it because it's 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 like a life changer. And you think there are so many people not with just breast cancer, but with chronic pain and yeah. sickness and whatever. So, yeah. Well, I have to say, I think if you're listening to this podcast, you appreciate the fact that Barb has been so open about her journey. And I think that that alone helps a lot of people. I think yeah. you're, you're taking a journey without even knowing you're taking a journey. Yeah, but don't you feel like, I don't know, you have to, somebody, I saw this quote, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get it right. Um, but it was pretty much, somebody was asking this guy, like, you're always live, you know, you're always on stories, you're always, you know, interacting. How do you constantly do that? And this guy was like, you know, I live my life and I live authentically. Mm -hmm. So when you are yourself, like wherever you find yourself, when you are yourself, sharing is is easy because you're Mm -hmm. not making up this life that you live, right? And I think if everybody would do that, I think it would be such a happier world. Like it would just be, people would know, oh, you know, you, you went through a time when, when life wasn't 
cherries. Puppy and, dogs and yeah, butterflies, right? right? And, you know, I, you were sick, and there is life after sickness. There's life after anxiety. Mm-hmm. There, so, I don't know. I just feel like that's what we should all do more and more. Yeah. Well, I say that as I'm thinking about going to get liposuction in the next couple of <laughs> I love you. You don't have to do it (laughs) ugly, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we are going to wrap it up for this week, but... Again, we love having you guys be part of the show. We actually recorded this doing an Instagram live today. So if you want to follow along, watch the podcast happen live. Please make sure that you're following us on our personal pages and at Mommyhood to Menopause. I am all of the F words. Yeah, and I'm at Southern Blonde Chic. And um, DM us and let us know. Like, let us know. And also, like, what time? Like, what time would be the best time for you to watch live? You know, what day is the best day? Because we want to make this interactive yeah and tell us what's happening in your life like maybe we should do like an ask us uh segment about you know even if it's hey when did your kid take their first step right or you know when did your child start speaking or barb when did you start to feel premenopausal or like whatever it may be we want to talk about you know these things with you guys and like barb said is make an interaction absolutely you guys have a fabulous week and we will see you next time Thanks for listening to the Mommyhood to Menopause podcast. If you like what you heard, we would love it if you would join us weekly. So go ahead and click that subscribe button. Thanks for listening.